RFID microchips are being pushed more and more every day. Some companies are even making it mandatory that their employees get the microchip. Also, the border wall. Is it going to be used to keep illegal immigrants out? Or in case of martial law, will it be used to keep American citizens in? And YouTube censorship. YouTube and Facebook are getting closer and closer to censoring what you can watch. All that's coming up next. The key is, is that the powers that be want to downplay the microchip as something that's convenient and easy and safe to use. Now, recently on RT, they spoke on this and just listen to the guest that was on RT trying to make the RFID chip sound like is something that we should be using. Earlier this week, Michelle Greenstein brought me and brought you, actually, a report on the coming cashless society. And we talked about eye scans, remember, and finger scans and facial scans and how we're likely to see a future where your biometric information is linked to every transaction that you make. And we also showed you uh, 40 different countries that have already developed some sort of biometric ID grid but while looking into this, Michelle found a story that she thinks deserves a segment of its... But notice how he just says cashless society. That's what it's all about. Oh, this one's about microchips, but not just microchips. Microchips being inserted into the bodies of human beings. So Michelle joins us now to tell us about this... Uh, coming cashless society and how that might affect it as well. This is kind of uh, creepy, but I can't wait to hear more about it. So microchips in human bodies. Do tell. So these are radio frequency identification chips or RFID. Yeah. This is the same exact technology that right now we have in most of our debit and credit cards. We also have a number of states, New York. Now look, look, she's trying to downplay it. I said, well, this is technology that we already have. Okay. So it's like, well, what's the big deal? Why not get it? We already have it anyway. Haha. <laughs> you see? You see the game that they're playing? Let me play it back a little bit because I interrupted. But you get the point. The point is to make it sound as if, oh, well, you know, there's no big deal with taking the RFID chip. It's the same thing that's in your credit card. It's the same thing that's in your debit card. Same thing that's in your phones. Yeah, hell, dogs are taking them. Why can't you? Right? So let me play it back a little bit. Identification chips or RFID. Yeah. This is the same exact technology that right now we have in most of our debit and credit cards. We also have a number of states, New York, Vermont, Michigan, that have already adopted an RFID chip program for their driver's licenses. And as more states sign on to this, they, this may become mandatory in the U.S. But let's talk about these chips, like you can see here. In it may become mandatory now i just read right here where it says arkansas house bans 
mandatory microchipping of employees. This thing is coming it's coming to pass, man. You've been hearing the conspiracy theories for years since the eighties, but this thing is really happening. Right on the top of the screen it says Arkansas House bans mandatory microchipping. That word mandatory is something, man. Your bodies. Look, with all technology, you have good and bad sides, right? So there's definitely potential for some good if you're differently able, if you're perhaps unable to open a door without help, then this will allow you to gain access to your home. If you go to the hospital, they will have all your medical records right there. And then, of course, you have the issue of lost pets. Over the past few years, we've seen these heartwarming stories of owners being reunited with their dogs. Um, this flooded the internet. Even Ohio State University said that dogs with chips are 2.5 times more likely to be returned home so oh everyone loves their dogs don't you want to get microchips so you can be just like your dog they got they gotta sell it they have to sell it being rolled out worldwide in spain there are certain clubs where you can just use a microchip to skip the line you don't have to wait in line in sweden there are train tickets where you can just swipe your little hand and you don't have to have a tangible train ticket and then of course there's this wisconsin-based company called three square market it's the first u.s-based company to implant these microchips into their workers you could use it to enter the building to buy food in the company let's see what the ceo had to say about this process okay the vast majority of our employees Employees absolutely love the conveniences that having this chip in their hand really brings. I can log into my computer with this, which I do every day. Uh, I can log into my phone with it. Uh, uh, I can pay for items if I forgot my credit card or my phone. Uh, Just don't forget your damn credit card. How about that? I can log into work. Uh, this is the actual size of the chip. I don't know if you can see that, but it is the size of a grain of rice, literally. So this is the kind of thing that could be really good for humanity, right? We could prevent... No, it's not good for humanity. Shut the hell up. Identity theft. Um, there's microchips and medications where we have wireless capsules. Yeah, no, that I, senses, I, I, I get it. I mean, right? yeah, I mean, we got... In fact, here, I'll show the audience what sure. we have here at RT. Like most buildings, we have our own security. Swipe cards, yeah, for sure. And I, and I keep ours, you know, it's a... They're trying to make it sound like... <coughs> excuse me. That a swipe card is the same as a microchip being implanted. They, I mean, they take people for fools. Like, you have to be stupid to think that a damn swipe card and a microchip is the same damn thing. A microchip implanted into your skin gives them access to you 24-7, 365, 366 on a leap year. Okay? It's not the same damn thing. Certain places you got to show it, and then the door. Right, and you don't have to be like I am Rick Sanchez, and I can prove it because this is my name, my address, my phone number. No, no, I mean it makes sense. It would be, it would, it would be, it would be nice if I didn't always have to be grabbing my wallet and finding it. So I understand what they're doing, but okay, so that's good, and it creates a certain amount of facility for things. I don't want something in my body, A, and B, I'm uncomfortable with the fact that that somebody could be surveilling me at all times. Right, exactly. There's a huge privacy concern, and this is 
is the type of ramification, political ramifications, that innovators usually don't consider. Of course, governments and corporations can exploit this kind of data and thus exploit you. But right now, this is not mandatory, right? Uh, employers cannot mandate that you have this in your body. Uh, in California, there's actually a law that banned the forced uh, implementation of these chips. Just this month, the Arkansas House voted to also ban employers from requiring implants in their employees. But look, with all technology, everything is voluntary until it's not, right? Until yeah, it's required. Exactly. So they shove this in our faces. There's a lot of mainstream coverage about this sort of trend. How people look talk... how cool, right? Exactly. And some people are scared of it. People talk about it. Most people hate it as they do now because it's very new. But then you have some people saying, oh, well, it's not so bad. And then, of course, you have the issue of economically forcing people. Like if you want to get a certain job or eat at a certain restaurant, you're going to choose to put this in your body. And then we have the case of Jane Goodyear. She was actually fined for failing to microchip her dog. Take a look at this headline. So it's only a matter of time before these types of policies make their way to microchipping your own self. So what we're seeing is... She's telling you flat out that it's coming. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not... Um, it's not something that some nut jobs just made up. I, I get on the conspiracy theory community a lot because um, they make up a lot of stupid shit, such as QAnon. <clears throat> but this is not stupid. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is something that's right in front of your damn face. Okay, and the time is going to come when they're going to say you either get this chip or you go to jail or it could get even worse. Surveillance name of convenience as usual right now we can unlock our phones with our faces right um no one's putting a gun to your head and saying you have to get this smartphone but you choose to and the idea is that look soon everyone will have this technology so i might as well get it early i might as well jump on this bandwagon and it really seems like we're looking at a future where everything is going to be networked oh jump on the bandwagon it's the popular thing to do Tracked database right now we have credit scores we might be seeing social credit scores. do you ever see the possibility in your life and i know you're kind of like a millennial so i, I am a millennial you, technically oh, yeah. oh look, look at, at me i'm a millennial so it's trendy it's trendy you see how this works it's the trendy thing to do i'm a millennial we're all doing it we're all getting microchips ha <laughs> ha you're not gonna sell me on that shit any dumbass out there that want to get a fucking microchip good for you you get what you deserve. You get fucking cancer, they fucking hit the kill switch on your ass, then good for you. For a millennial. <laughs> and with pride, she says it. All right. Do I you ever see born. a possibility where you would allow somebody to put something like that in your body? Right now, no, but I cannot imagine that I can predict this kind of thing. Who knows? If everyone around me had it, if I lived, if I lived 20 years from now, maybe everyone had it and I wouldn't even think twice. Yeah, there was a time when we said that we would never have cell phones on us at all times or we would never always have to use credit cards. Right. And we, we just need and, to and ask. It, and it's become the new normal, right? It's the reality Absolutely. of our times. We just need to ask who's behind this push and we'll definitely follow up about that. Millennial. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Greenstein joining us tonight with, that, with the Millennial Report. Oh, Millennials. All Millennials need to get microchipped. I'll punch you in your fucking face for that. One of the things that I have not talked about often has been the border wall. Now, the reason why I haven't really talked about it at all is because no pun intended but there's two sides to this fence 
Okay. Now, you can understand any logical, logically thinking human being can understand why you would want a wall um, to basically prevent uh, illegals from coming into your country. So-called illegals, anyway. Because we know who was here first. Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. <laughs> but you can understand why uh, Trump, and not just Trump, but uh, Americans in general, would want a border wall, right? And then on the other side, there's another thought to this. Trump is hell-bound on getting this wall. And you have to ask yourself, why? Is it as simple as to secure America? Is the is the wall really going to secure America? I don't think so. America is a very violent country. We have guns all over the place in every state. People shoot each other all the time. And I can guarantee you it's not illegal aliens that are doing the, most of these shootings. You may hear of a story from time to time where uh, an illegal alien may have murdered someone or something like that. But I guarantee you most of the violent crimes that happen in America are by U.S. citizens. So what's the real point of this war? My thought is this. The wall isn't to keep illegal aliens out. It's to keep Americans in. Someone asked a question online. Well, who the hell wants to leave America and go to Mexico? If all these conspiracy theories are correct. And it turns out that the United States deep state powers that be Illuminati whatever you want to call them are really going to push martial law enforce martial law and round people up in FEMA camps that would be a good reason for people to leave and go to Mexico, especially people down south. Up north, probably they'll try to go to Canada. So, a long time ago, a good friend of mine, very conscious brother, asked me a question. He said, you know, Rex 84, the King Alpha plan, martial law, basically, um, where 
U.S. troops are coming into your houses, giving you curfews, uh, putting people in FEMA camps. People are going to try to escape this country if that ever happens. Where would you go? Where would you go to escape? But if there's a wall, Mexico is not somewhere you can go. Even even if, even when you think about it, um, even with troops on the border, they can't cover everything. But with the wall, for the most part, they can't. And the wall is silly on one hand that <laughs> it's been proven that they can just build tunnels underneath and go. I, I've made the um, the joke several times that when they put the wall up, um, the people are just going to go underground um, like Bugs Bunny did. In the cartoon one time, I don't know if it was Elma Fudd or um, Simony Sam, but anyone. Anyway, it was um, an episode where they put up the fence to try to keep Bugs Bunny out because he was causing havoc. And um, <laughs> Bugs Bunny just went out of the ground and went, in, went underneath the fence. And uh, it was so pissed off, like, how did you get over here? But they forgot that he was a bunny rabbit. So anyway, um. But anyway, what I'm saying is, I think this wall is mainly about keeping us in, giving us no way to escape. Because how many U.S. citizens are going to know about an underground tunnel? I don't think many. They wouldn't know where to go because Americans on average aren't sneaking over to get to Mexico. So because because of that, if even if there is an underground tunnel, I don't think the average US citizen is gonna know about it. And if there's ever a situation where Rex eighty four, the King Alpha plan, which I advise you to go look that up if you haven't When martial law is put in place, those same people that were asking for that wall will regret that day. I promise you. Sometimes you got to think. You got to think. All this bullshit about Trump fighting against the deep state, that is Bullshit. Complete bullshit. People forget Trump was cool with Hillary back in the day. See, this is all a show. This is all a show. I'm telling you, pay attention. Because things are moving real fast. It's already been proven 
that those FEMA camps, those uh, what is it, the Walmarts, have been transformed into FEMA camps. And we see this with the so-called illegal aliens, illegal immigrants that are coming in. Right? I say so-called because really this is their land. And I know you don't want to admit that, but it's true. Um, however, those Walmarts that got turned into FEMA camps, they're now detention centers holding places for these so-called illegal immigrants. And this is a test run. This is, this is a test run. Trust me. The same thing that they're doing to the illegal immigrants, if martial law is ever put in place and the deep state decides to pull the trigger on this whole Illuminati agenda, this new world order, this idea of order out of chaos, if they ever decide to pull that trigger, pull the trigger on that, what you see them doing to these so-called illegal immigrants, they're going to do the same thing. To U.S. citizens. That you can count on. Well, get ready to get censored on YouTube. YouTube is taking one step further. Towards censorship by changing the recommendations. From what they call real news to what is so-called conspiracy theories. They are actually looking to change the uh, the recommendations. You know how you, you watch a video on YouTube, right? And you watch, let's say you just got finished watching Trump State of the Union, right? And then in the recommendations, you might see something like, you know, Hillary is locked up in jail in another video, right? Well, that's going to stop. YouTube is going to stop that. Now, they're not going to pull these videos down, but they're going to take them out of the recommendations. But this is just one step towards uh, censorship. One new step. Um, the first step was <clears throat> removing certain ads from these uh, so-called conspiracy channels. Some of them bring good information and some of them are just complete uh, bullshit. Like I'll give you example. QAnon. Y'all know how I get on QAnon. QAnon tells so many fucking lies. Um, they've been claiming that Hillary's locked up in jail. That Trump is uh, going to lock up Obama and, and Bill Clinton and Joe Biden and every Democrat. Meanwhile, it's only Trump people that are going to jail the irony right but anyway um even though 
QAnon and Alex Jones and a lot of these guys are bullshit con artists. It's still free speech. And free speech is important. It's just like, you know, I'm a black man. I hate the fucking KKK. But the KKK has the right to free speech. Right? Because once you start taking away free speech, for one group, you're taking away free speech for everybody. And I'm definitely not for that. I'd rather let these motherfuckers talk all the shit they want to talk about black people. Let them talk this shit so I can talk my shit. You understand? That's how I feel about it. But I've been feeling like for the longest time, especially recently, that Alex Jones was set up to take credit for people waking up and to also discredit people that are waking up. And what I mean by that is he'll put out some real information, some real shit, and then he'll mix it with some bullshit. And the Sandy Hook thing is what they're using to make every conspiracy theorist look like an idiot. That's why they keep, you know, driving it home. Because Alex Jones jumped on it and basically called it a hoax. So this gives people like Facebook, YouTube, the excuse to say, see, these conspiracy theorists have to be censored. You know, they're being disrespectful to people's families, people's lost uh, loved ones, calling them crisis actors, which... Jones did do that, but that was his job. I think that was his job was to uh, create this situation so that he would get banned and get censored, and it would set the tone for other um, conspiracy theorists to get censored and banned. So YouTube um, is going to use this opportunity <clears throat> to start taking those steps towards censorship. So it's a it's a in it's a um it's a battle within uh YouTube because you have some people that work in YouTube, work for YouTube that are pro um free speech and you have others that are completely against it. I want everything to be censored. <clears throat> Y'all got to excuse my voice. <clears throat> excuse me. My voice is all messed up today. Um, so anyway, let me, let me play this. This is from Bloomberg Technology, just to give you proof that I'm not, I'm not making this up. This is Bloomberg Technology's uh, channel. Right, so Google in their blog post this morning, they gave us three examples. There was one, um, they said videos that uh, promise of cures for serious, fake cures for serious illnesses. 
Um, the other was Flat Earth, which is a conspiracy theory that has taken on a re remarkably kind of reached pop culture level where you have like NBA stars and rap stars dropping the fact that they believe in the Flat Earth. Um, this is a fascinating one. I mean, there are innumerable videos on YouTube about claiming that the Earth is flat. Right. I think and, you know, this, a lot of people will say who work at the company, um, this isn't a new problem. They've had this for years. The third example is 9-11 conspiracy videos, and those have been for, for almost as long as YouTube's been around. Um, I think what's happening that's new are two things. One, we're in this new climate. Uh, there's a lot of attention on both sides of the political aisle around tech. Uh, and Google has changed their recommendation algorithm in recent years, and they're starting to prioritize things like they want YouTube videos to be watched longer. Um, and they start to, they know that they keep people on the site, they keep people watching more videos. If while they're watching one video, they serve up another. Uh, and the problem they've had is that you kind of have this, like, what's been deemed like YouTube rabbit hole, where people will watch a certain video, they'll recommend it another, and they'll quickly go from something that's very slippery with the facts to something a flat-out lie and misinformation, conspiracy theory. And YouTube's been very reluctant to remove those from the sites because they don't, they don't violate their policies. So now they've invented this new category called borderline videos that are not removed. They don't violate the policies. They promise they're going to try to remove them from recommendations. Now, in the past, there's been you know some justification for leaving these videos on, like the flat Earth videos. Who's that really hurting? But some of these other videos, like conspiracy theories about about 9/11, why would YouTube ever leave those on the site? And, and you saw that with, with Congress. Right? Now you see that. You see that. Now, why would they leave those up? Because it's free speech. That's why they should leave those up. Sundar Pichai, the CEO, went before Congress. There was a conspiracy theory about Hillary Clinton that gained a lot of momentum on YouTube, and one recent about um, Justice Ginsburg. Uh, you know, YouTube has historically been this is a free platform. You know, if you remember um, years ago, they s stood up and, and kept the video, very controversial video about, about Islam. Um, there have been people, the company, that are sort of believe in free speech, and they're also very concerned about, well, where do we draw the line? Right, if you take down certain videos, if you bend our policy around which videos violate that, that aren't explicitly hate speech, for instance, then, you know, is, is a Bigfoot video conspiracy theory? Is a parody video conspiracy theory? Um, and YouTube is always balancing this sort of negative press they get and attention from the fact that one of their biggest uh, constituents are the creators who produce YouTube videos. who are already mad at them because their, their ad money have gone down. Um, so I think that's where the company really... Is, is, has it sees itself in that tension, and, and they're kind of taking very slow steps. If it's only one percent of the content, as they say, will this impact use significantly? Um, you know, it's un unclear. One one example I've heard is that um, people that use YouTube a lot are people that uh, find these mm. videos attractive. Um, it, but it's one percent in YouTube world is still a lot of videos. A lot of people. So, um, basically, like he said. This is one step towards, uh, well, he didn't say it, but I'm going to say it. This is one step towards censorship. And they're slowly moving towards it. You know, they can't just, um, the way the powers that be work, they don't just do something out of nowhere. Um, they, they plan ahead and they work towards it. And they get you used to the idea. And that's what YouTube is doing. That censorship is coming. Just get ready.